I'm talking today with Louis Gusto. Louis is a filmmaker from Chicago and the creator of the YouTube channel, Go Louis Gusto, which has surpassed 12,000 subscribers in less than two years. The focus of the channel is travel abroad and within his hometown of Chicago. He has produced short films on many of the city's historic neighborhoods, including Hyde Park, Chinatown, and Old Town. His travel films focus on everything from history and architecture to best restaurants and things to do. He also does live tours of Chicago and beyond, highlighting the beauty of the area and preserving each place's rich history. Lewis is a second generation Puerto Rican Chicagoan and a graduate of the University of Florida. He lives in Lincoln Park with his girlfriend. So I wanted to start Lewis by asking you a little bit about your journey to Chicago because I know you grew up in South Florida, not in Chicago. So basically, growing up in South Florida, the majority of my family was still back here in Chicago. So uncles, aunts, cousins, grandparents, and we would make the trip multiple times per year. And it was Chicago was just the place for me. I, I loved everything about it. Now, of course, as a kid, you want to do the touristy things. So Sears Tower, Navy Pier, Magnificent Mile. And then for me, being a big sports fan, I grew up only rooting for Chicago teams. So that was a big thing. Just being able to turn on the TV and see the Cubs or the White Sox or the Bears, that was just so, so great for me. Uh, not to mention the food. I was in love with Italian beefs, hot dogs, the uh, tavern style pizza. So I think just the culture of the city, the architecture that kind of just had led me to just have this lifelong dream of, of moving back when I actually could do that. So when you actually settled here, was it what you expected or was it kind of a tough adjustment relative to what you had expected? So I, I first came back for grad school. I went to DePaul for a couple of years and I think that was my bridge between college town living and big city living. So during grad school, I actually had a car and I drove everywhere. I paid for parking. So it wasn't quite city life, but I did enjoy a lot of the things like going to sports games, going to museums, and of course the great restaurants. Because I was in grad school, I was pretty busy most of the time with my studies. So I, I wasn't really able to explore the city until so basically after grad school, I went back to Florida for a couple of years and that was really what cemented my desire to live here. I think kind of just having the perspective on different ways of living, I just really realized I belong in Chicago, that everything about it was better than life in Florida for me. And then when I came back is when I started to really explore the city and, and get into the city life wholeheartedly like I, like I live today. I got to ask you as an aside, um, have the winters been an adjustment for you? So actually, no, I love the winter. I, for whatever reason, I do super well in the cold. As a matter of fact, my live tours on YouTube, I was out the entire winter and I was loving it. Actually, I, I only needed to wear one layer because once I get walking, my, I just heat up so much. And I actually have people commenting like, how are you doing this? How are you out? Stay warm. And I'm like, I'm fine. I love the winter. Once you moved back here, I know you committed to a lifestyle without a car and to um, doing a lot of walking. And what do you enjoy about that particular lifestyle? 
I love not having the burden of what a car brings, the payments, the insurance, the city stickers, finding a parking spot, filling up on gas, oil changes, ridiculous maintenance, sitting in traffic. It's, it's a lot of stress and to me, unnecessary actions. And when you're walking, it's, it's uh, an easy way to supplement your, your fitness. It's a, it's a great way to really take the time and look around. When you're driving from place to place, you're kind of just focused on the stoplights and whatever turn you need to make next versus when you're walking, you can, you can see the trees, you can see what people are planting in their gardens. You can see other people that, that are walking around. It, it's just, it's, it's just such a night and day difference walking versus driving around. I feel like it's one of the parts of city life that people who haven't experienced that really don't appreciate and how much of your experience of the city really does come through walking and seeing unexpected things along the way. It's just so built into me. I almost take it for granted now and had some friends in town this weekend and they, they were like, oh, we walked so much today. And I was like, did we? I, I really, this is, no, this is less than normal for me walking. But it's true. It's like when people live in suburbs, they, they're not used to walking at all. Every, everywhere you go, you have to drive and park. And, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a great thing to be able to walk to everything that you need. So I want to ask you too, how did you end up getting into YouTube? And how did you decide that um, travel was really going to be your focus? To make a really long story short, I... I kind of have always been an aspiring filmmaker, blessed enough as a kid where we had camcorders and I was able to make short films. And then in college, I got into comedy. So I was doing stand-up comedy, improv comedy, was kind of uploading silly videos to YouTube. And it was something that I really tried to pursue full time, didn't end up working out. So I kind of got back into just corporate life. After a couple of years, I started traveling and the, and I had never traveled to Europe. Basically, as a kid, all my travels were within the Caribbean, Puerto Rico, Mexico, uh, other places like that. Uh, not, never anything abroad. And my friend was getting married in 2017 in Spain. And so I booked a trip over there. But he something that he had mentioned to me was, hey, by the way, you don't need to fly here for the wedding and stay here the entire time. Everybody's gonna be going to different spots. For instance, his parents were going to London and then just coming over to Spain for, for the few days for the wedding. So I said, that's a great idea. So I started searching and I, I ended up flying into Paris. And when I got there, I just completely fell in love with, with everything around me. I, I can't even begin to describe the change that happened and I spent some time there and then I got back to Chicago and it even it increased my love for the city even more because I kind of got to see some great urban planning, architecture, et cetera, and then have an even deeper appreciation for what we have here. And so after that, I, I took another, another couple of trips to Europe and I wanted to just do blogging. So I wanted to start a travel blog where I would have some photography and I thought, hey, maybe this will supplement my income a little bit and, and pay for some vacations. But then what that ended up happening is I kind of got that, I don't know, if, how do you say like the bug or like, I just started thinking about what it was like performing and, and making videos and, and 
making films. And I was like, let me, let me start a YouTube channel. So basically I started off by giving some travel advice. Like I had been traveling solo. So I figured, Hey, this is a great thing. I can use my knowledge of solo traveling. Then after a little while, I realized, well, unless I'm traveling all the time, I can't just do a travel YouTube channel. That doesn't make sense. And so I was like, well, what if I do like a travel show within my own city, highlighting like things to do and museums and parks. So that's kind of how it began the, the YouTube journey, which was at the end of 20, well, the end of summer of 2019. And when you're out and about, how do you balance the need to film with the need to really be present and to enjoy the moment as well? That is a great question. That, that is something that I'm constantly working on. And I think with every kind of trip out, it, I get better and better at it because I'm able to really dial in my camera settings a lot quicker. And I'm, I have a better feel for what I actually want in the final edit so that I'm not just with the camera on the entire time. And uh, so one thing that I try to do is when I first get to a place, whether it's a restaurant or a museum or whatever, I try to get a lot of the filming out of the way, like the talking part. I either get it done at the beginning or say, well, we'll push it to the end. Let's experience this place. Let me take some mental notes and then get it done versus like the entire time filming. Sometimes that's how, how it has to be. Like if I'm exploring a museum, I kind of have to go to different spots and, and film. And it, it does... It is a challenge to balance that, I will say. And I can tell in watching your videos that your love for Chicago is really um, an overriding thing for you. So what are the things about Chicago that you really appreciate? And I know you've touched on it a little, a little bit, but I'm curious to hear more of what do you appreciate about Chicago? One of the big things that I really love about Chicago is that everywhere you go, there's some history and, and you're constantly discovering new things. I remember I was out for a walk the other day in Lincoln Park and I saw that Dickens Avenue used to be called Garfield Avenue. And, it, and the, the way I saw that was that Garfield was etched into the building. And I, that was something that I never knew. And I kind of found that fascinating because I know there's more stuff named for Garfield uh, on the west side and there's a street named for him on the south side. So that, that was something that was really interesting to see. So I, I, like, I like the history. I, I love the museums, world-class museums, world-class parks. I love the food here. The fact that you can get authentic cuisine from pretty much any part of the world. I really love the people of Chicago. I think really the beauty and the history of Chicago is reflected in the people. And I think I just, it's hard to, it's hard to really pinpoint, but I love that every neighborhood has something about it. I won't go as far as saying like every neighborhood is unique because neighborhoods share so many things. I think it's kind of a cop out when people say each neighborhood is completely unique. That's I don't think that's the case, but I really love that you can go to a neighborhood and there are certain things that you're really going to experience there, whether it's architecture from a different part of the world or restaurants or say breweries, maybe some former mansions like in Wicker Park, how they have the mansions of the former beer barons. I just really love that you can explore the city and and just, I feel like Chicago has so much to offer from its history to present day living. And what are some of your favorite neighborhoods to explore in Chicago? Hyde Park, Chinatown are definitely two of my favorites. I 
went over to Pilsen recently for to do a live YouTube tour, and I really liked it out there. Really, really any neighborhood, to be honest. I think I'd be doing a disservice if I if I just named a few because really any neighborhood I go to, I'm able to pick out, find the landmarks, what are their cool restaurants or dive bars, what kind of history happened there, what this what did this place used to be called, who founded it, what, what was it like in the early days. And so really any neighborhood I go to, whether it's downtown or whether it's, you know, on the far north side, it, it doesn't matter. I think I end up spending most of my time, well, obviously in Lincoln Park, but I actually go downtown a lot. I think, I think my viewers really appreciate the live tours of downtown. So I've been there a lot. South Loop is great, of course, not only for the museums, but just just kind of seeing the little tidbits of history that are left, like the small remnants of Prairie Avenue. I, I think the, those are great. Uh, there's actually a lot of the city that I have not seen in person. So Pullman is a place that I've been really wanting to go. I actually haven't explored Rogers Park too much. I've done uh, Edgewater. I also really want to get into Lincoln Square a little bit more. Bronzeville is, is a, an area that I'm going to cover soon. So it's I think it's a great feeling knowing that I've explored so much, but there's still so much more I can see. And do you feel like the YouTube channel really um, compels you to get out and see neighborhoods that you wouldn't otherwise see? Definitely. I, I think that's one of the reasons that I've pursued this so hard is because I think when I was working nine to five and that's all I was doing is I would get little time here and there to explore the city, but then I had to balance that with, okay, I have to do laundry, I have to do my groceries, I have to pay my bills, I have to study outside of the office to kind of keep up with, with things. And so having a YouTube channel and social media to support that, yeah, it definitely compels me to say, hey, I haven't really dug into the history and the architecture and the restaurants of Bronzeville yet, let's get on that soon or say Pullman, which is so far away from Lincoln Park, right? That, that, that's a trip. That's, that's pretty much going to another city for, for most people. But it's, yeah, it's something that I think not only is going to make for good content, but it's also going to be fascinating to me just as a person. So yeah, I, I really love that aspect that this kind of each thing pull, my natural curiosity, but also the content that I'm creating kind of push this journey ahead. And I can definitely say that Pullman is a place that's totally worth checking out. It's really got amazing architecture down there. And it's just, it's kind of apart from the rest of the city in a way too. So you feel like you've discovered this area that you just don't really happen upon unless you really make it a point to go there. Yeah, totally. Uh, one more thing that I just thought of to add, kind of going along with what I love about Chicago. So I read when I can, I, I read as much history about the city so right now I'm reading City of the Century. I'm not sure if you heard of that one. And it's a it's a big book. And it's funny that it's so big because it only really focuses up to the 1893 World's Fair. So I'm in the process of reading that. And one of the things that I love is I can read, I can read something on history of the city and then I can go out and see whether, you know, even if a place has been demolished, I can see, oh, this is where one of Louis Sullivan's favorite buildings used to stand. Or this is where John Mills Van Osdell had his office. I really love that. Like, it's not just reading about history. You can actually experience it. And I think that's something that a lot of cities don't offer. 
what are the things about Chicago that you feel like are underrated and that people don't really know about or appreciate when they're not familiar with Chicago? I think the parks are criminally underrated by people outside the city. I, I think that people kind of come here and think it's just this big concrete jungle, which it is to an extent, but I don't think they realize that they can go to all these natural places, that they can go to conservatories, that they can see former quarries that have been converted into parks, that they can see native plants or butterfly gardens. They could go bird watching. I mean, we have tons of bird sanctuaries. How many people really associate Chicago with bird sanctuaries? Probably not a lot. Uh, so I, I think the park system is really underrated. I think to an extent too, uh, public transportation is underrated because I, I get a lot of people asking me questions about moving here or traveling here. And they're still asking me, do I need a car? Do I need a car? And I'm, I'm like, this is such an easy answer. If you're traveling to Chicago, you don't need a car. If you're moving here, you probably don't need a car. I mean, I realize some people are still going to need it for whatever reason, but I feel like the majority of people aren't going to need a car to get around. And, and that kind of, you know, it, it just points to our public transit being a little bit underrated. And, and also, again, I think that the, the richness and the diversity of our neighborhoods it goes a little bit underrated too. I think people kind of like to use that, I don't want to say cop out, but people like to say, oh, Chicago is a segregated city. Yes, it is. Uh, that's something that we need to work on as a city. But on the other side of that coin, we have a, like a, written, a richness of, of neighborhoods that offer so many different things from different cultures, ethnicities, races, walks of life. And so I think those are a, a few things that get people kind of overlook. It seems to me too that another thing that really gets overlooked is the lakefront. I give tours for Chicago Greeter and I feel like a lot of people are shocked at the lakefront. Yeah, that, that definitely is something I would agree with, especially because uh, other cities, their lakefronts or their waterfronts are completely industrialized or commercialized. Uh, or privatized. And here we, even though it, it, so in some places it's a small sliver of lakefront, uh, it would be nice if they really extended that someday. But yeah, it is nice that, I mean, we have this beautiful lakefront. That's one of the things I love about where I live. Was, I'm only a 10 minute walk from Lake Michigan. So I can get that beautiful, just kind of wa big water energy. I'm curious too, obviously there's a lot that's in the press constantly about Chicago and about violence and crime. And I'm curious how you deal with that in your videos. One of the main kind of pillars of, of my, the mission of my Chicago content is to promote the positive because I am part of the media, you know, no matter which way you slice it, YouTube is new media. And so I've made the decision to only focus on the positive now, that doesn't mean I ignore issues within the city. I do address them. But I think if I did a video on how violent, quote unquote, Chicago is, it would get a lot of hits because that's a scandalous way to present things. And, and people, a lot of people are interested in that type of content. But instead, what I try to do is focus on history, architecture, food, people, uh, public transportation, parks museums, et cetera, famous people, famous Chicagoans throughout the years. And a lot of times uh, my live tours, I will get, you know, little comments here and there like, oh, Chicago's dangerous, this and that. And 
it's not something that I'm going to talk about. First of all, these problems of, of violence and inequality, they're complex problems that I personally don't feel like I'm fully qualified to speak on a lot of that stuff. That doesn't mean I pretend these issues don't exist. I think as a Chicagoan, I'm learning every day how you know, more, more about these issues and what I can do personally. So one thing that I know I can do is I can talk to young people. I, a couple of weeks ago, I spoke to history students at Wendell Phillips Academy in Bronzeville about Chicago history and what I do on YouTube. And I think that's, you know, one way that I can kind of contribute to a lot of these issues in a positive way. I also think by just getting out and showing ordinary Chicagoans living their lives, that that does a lot too, to help dispel those notions. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> One thing that I've gotten a lot uh, since the pandemic is, oh, it's so empty. And, and I'm just like, I, sometimes I go out to, to do tours during, during a, a weekday when I know it's not going to be super busy because I'm not trying to be in these huge crowds of people trying to do like some content, but yeah, I agree. Showing just how Chicago is just an ordinary city and there are schools here and just people starting small businesses and people going to and from the loop to, to their offices or whatever job they have is just a, yeah, it's a good way to, you know, before I started doing Chicago content on YouTube, there really wasn't a whole lot of it. You had major media outlets like newspapers and TV stations, but you didn't really have a whole lot of kind of uh, really going into some of the everyday things that I, I get into. It kind of surprises me, given the rich creative community here, that there hasn't been more done in Chicago in that way. I feel like aside from like Jeffrey Bear on uh, <laughs> PBS, that that's really kind of the, uh, the biggest outlet over time for that. Yeah, and, it, and it's great that you mentioned Jeffrey Bear because he's actually been a, he was actually a huge inspiration and continues to be for me. I know recently he did the, um, the Chicago by Air a series but when I first moved back here for good in 2016, on the weekends, I would watch WTTW while I was meal prepping, doing laundry, et cetera. And Jeffrey Bear would be on sometimes all day. And that was how I kind of got into learning more about the history of the city and, and exploring it. I would see something on his show and then I'd be like, I want to go see that in person. Like the old office buildings on Dearborn, uh, just north of Ida B. Wells. That, that was something that I learned about on his show, the Mednadnock, Manhattan building, et cetera. And yeah, he, he's been a huge inspiration to me. And I thought, you know, in addition to other people, but I said to myself, why isn't there anything like this on YouTube? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I'm glad that I can kind of fill that need. In closing, I wanted to ask you, I know the pandemic has been difficult for all of us, but in what ways has it given you maybe a, a deeper appreciation for Chicago? That's a great question. Because I still, you still have everything around you in a city, pharmacies, grocery stores, doctor's offices, parks. The pandemic obviously has been a change of lifestyle, but just being able to still kind of get everything that I need to get done, being able to work remotely and also being able to get out and have some recreation in the parks or on the lakefront, that, that, was, that was nice. And then I think as things subsided, being able to explore neighborhoods again, kind of met that itch for traveling that hadn't been able to be <laughs> it wasn't able to be scratched by like tra actually flying somewhere or driving somewhere or taking a train somewhere just the fact that i've been able to go to different neighborhoods in the city and feel like i was traveling 
has has been a real blessing during these times. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but I really felt like Chicago was a good place to be during the pandemic in the sense that it still did provide a lot of opportunities. And I feel like if I had been somewhere in a more rural setting, I really would have probably felt more isolated actually during the pandemic. Yeah, that's true. It, it's still nice being in such a densely populated city that you, you still did see people out and about. And in the last couple of months, as things have slowly begun creeping back to normalcy, it's, it's nice to see people out on the beach, people in parks, people on buses and trains. And uh, that, yeah, that's something that you might not see in a, in, a, in a suburban setting because you're alone in your big house and you go somewhere and you're driving there, maybe a drive-through and you really don't have to interact with people. Well, I appreciate you taking time out to talk, Lewis. It's interesting to hear about your YouTube channel. And thank you for sharing your love of Chicago with us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.